Good morning. Well, it's been a while. I got sick. I got real sick for a while. And then I had to move while I was sick. And then I got sick with something else. Man, what a pain in the ass that was. Anyway, I'm back. Randall with the Big Bullet Twine Podcast, episode 54. And today, I'm going to get back on track talking about the comments in our heads um, being like the comments on a web page, the voices in our heads that we constantly banter with all day long and how they're like the comment section of a web page. See how that goes. So let's look at that today and um, let's strap in and see how it goes. Well, here we go. A lot of practice, but let's see how this goes. Um, just was thinking about something that I heard someone else say, referring to their chatter in their heads as being like a comment section on a web page or like a comment section on YouTube or any news or whatever page, and that being uh, similar, having a similar tone similar vibe. I thought that was interesting, an interesting um, analogy or picture that he drew. was a, It was um, striking to me because I have on occasion read down into the comments on pages and thought to myself, wow, that is some monkeys in the circus kind of chatter. And as the Buddha would say, monkeys in your brain, monkeys in the trees, chatter. Um, as if those people who write that chatter don't have any control over their fingers and their ability to stop themselves from hitting the, the go button when they type a comment. So I thought I'd talk about that because it, the more I thought about it, the more I thought that this was pretty similar. It um, made me reflect on my mind and the chatter that goes on in there, the comment section in my mind, and how it has played out in my world. So if we think about our minds and the, the thoughts that we have that occur, um, we might remember that thoughts, we don't generally think our thoughts. Our thoughts tend to just show up. Um, when we're trying to solve a problem or we are having a discussion or talking with someone else, maybe we are thinking about what to say next, but the thoughts arise based on the context of our outside world. And then there's the thoughts that arise just because they do. They just fucking show up and... They can be annoying and chattery and discursive and frightening, maybe, and certainly annoying in my mind. And I know for a fact from asking around, people have the same, um, they have the same thing going on. Thoughts just pop into your head. You're walking along and all of a sudden you'll think about something from when you were five or something somebody said to you when you were nine or 
something that you've been trying to remember for weeks finally finds its way to the front of the queue and presents itself. There are times when we're thinking and working out a problem and thinking in a linear way, at least we think we are, and trying to get from A to Z. Some of those thoughts are based on, um, uh, what would you call it, experience in your world, background. So you come up with a thought based on another thought, and that might you know, roll into a new kind of thinking. None of these thoughts are solid. They're not um, something we can put our finger on. They're just these things that are going on in our heads, and all eight billion of us having those thoughts going on in our heads. I suppose that um, there might be a small handful of people that can stop that, but I don't think that we generally have the time or the inclination to learn how to do that completely. And I'm not even sure there's value in it. The amount of effort it takes to to supposedly do that might be a lifetime worth of practice, meditative or some other practice to to find a space where your mind is completely quiet. I'm not even sure what the benefit would be except to say you've done it and you can't prove it anyway to someone else. I'm not sure that there's much value in that. Um, but it is a good practice to learn how to to listen to your thoughts, to understand what you're seeing and hearing in your mind and how that works for you, how those thoughts show up for you as far as um, consequences in your life. Um, how are your thoughts being made into actions? Because a thought is not a problem or not a benefit until we put action to it. You know, we've talked before about people who've invented things. Well, those inventions are not possible until someone takes a thought and refines it and puts it into action, creates a thing, an idea that changes the way we do something, right? We went from candles and gas lamps to electricity. We went from buggies to motor cars. So those are exa big examples, those actions, those positive actions. Well, some people might not call them positive. That's a, that's a random judgment. Um, those thoughts in, in the mind that become action turn into something. And negative ones work the same way. If you're a hateful turd and your mind works in hateful turd ways, you might do something with those thoughts, putting them into action that is a hateful, horrible thing. And certainly we are exposed to that with the news because the news is dialed into those kinds of things because for some reason we, we as a human species, as, a, as people, tend to be drawn to the dramatic evil badness of the world. Otherwise there wouldn't be so many murder shows on TV. There wouldn't be so many stories about horrible things because it's all about money so if you follow the money you'll find that news is presented in a way that gets you stirred up because that gets you to watch and watching means dollars so I digress a bit but just thinking about our thoughts 
the comment section. Let's draw back to that for a minute. We set a little bit of background there about our thoughts, but let's talk about our thoughts as far as they are like a comment section of a web page. So in my mind, um, I have thoughts that are, um, I suppose, uniquely mine. No one has had my experience in the world. No one has had my unique experience in the world. So my thoughts are completely my own. And I think I've said before when we say to someone, oh, I know exactly how that feels or think you're thinking, that's not really true. Oh, I know exactly how that feels or exactly what that thought is like. And you don't. I don't want to break your bubble, but when your partner says X and you say, I know exactly what X feels like, you don't. It's just the way it goes. It's the reality of the human condition. My experiencing love is going to be different than your experiencing love for a person or a thing. Your anger about something is going to be completely unique to you. And while I can say that I've had anger that sounds like that, I can't say that my ang- I have exactly the same thoughts about that. I don't. It's just simply not possible. Um, not in the reality we live in now. I can't put on a skullcap thing and you're connected to it and I'm connected to it somehow. And when you have a thought, I experience that thought. That is not something we do right now. Well, <laughs> as far as I know. Um, it could be going on, but wanted to just bore down a little bit more about this concept of comments. In your head, comments are constantly a chatter. So if we're working on a task, those those thoughts might be pushed to the back because you're concentrating on this particular thing that you're doing, this particular task, this particular thought pattern might put the chatter away for a while, but often, I don't know, driving a car, riding a bicycle, walking, trying to go to sleep at night, waking up in the morning, eating our breakfast, whatever, the quieter times, there's a lot of chatter that happens, and often it's negative. Um, It's not usually, you know, fairies and unicorns and rainbows and you're so wonderful, you're so great. It's often quite negative. It's negative about yourself. It's negative about maybe a coworker or a friend. It's negative about your mom or dad. It's negative about yourself more than anything. I don't mean to sound like that's a judgment. It's just we we know what feels good and we know what feels bad, and often those thoughts feel bad at some level. And they also hold us in place. So one of the things our mind does is it doesn't like change. So it will tell you stories. It will remind you of how you are so that it stays stable in its place. And what I mean by that is it takes thoughts pulled into actions to take a risk to do something different. I was a skateboarder when I was a teen, and I haven't done that since I was 19 or 20, somewhere in there. And I stopped for a number of reasons. And just recently, I 
ran into an old, old friend who was around back then. He was the manager of the team I skated for. And he happens to have a skateboard from that time, completely dressed out in um, that era, those same wheels. They are the same wheels and trucks and board that we all skated on back then. And I said to him, hey, if you're not using that, would you sell it to me? And he was generous enough to say he would he would just give it to me. So that is going to arrive in the mail in a few days, and I am going to take a risk to get back on my feet on a board. I'm going to take a bit of a risk. It's not a total risk because I know how this is going to go. I'm going to stand on it, and I'm going to push off, and I'm going to I'll skate because it's one of those things that's like bike riding. Once you've done it, you can just kind of get back to it. So it's not a big risk, but, you know, I'm at an age where it's not all that common for people my age to skate. And, um, you know, I have my, my chatter about getting hurt, and I'll wear my hel- helmet and pads, and I just want to enjoy the feeling of it. I don't need to be Tony Hawk or anything. I just need to go feel that feeling for a while. So there's risk there, and so my thoughts were... Um, sort of positive and a lot of negative. You know, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get laughed at. Certain people in my life are going to give me crap about it. Um, I know there are also some people in my life, quite a few, who are going to be very supportive. So the risk is pretty small right now. The risk really in the big scheme of things is just getting hurt, right? So another risk I took recently um, is I bought a home. And I've never owned a home. And at my age, that's sort of uncommon in this country. But things worked out the way they did, and I was never able to buy a home until recently. And it was a risk. Um, I was taking some money and putting it into a big box that I'm going to have to take care of and maintain. And it will generally start to fall apart because that's how that goes. The stuff you buy, if you use it, it will wear out and it will fall apart. It's one of the Buddhist five remembrances, and I'm going to paraphrase. Shit's going to die, shit's going to fall apart, and everybody you know is going to die, and you will too. And there's one more, and I can't remember what it is right now. Or maybe two more. I might have paraphrased one into two, two into one. At any rate, the idea that... Um, there was risk involved. Uh, there was chatter in my head, like the comment section on a web page. Plenty of negative. I don't deserve this. I don't need it. I'm going to take some crap from people. I'm going to fail. Um, the biggest one is that I didn't deserve it. That was the biggest negative voice. Um, that has been a common theme in my head for my whole life. Um, And I know where it comes from. I have looked at my parents and how they treated me and how they uh, maybe didn't treat me. And have even had discussions with my dad about it before he passed a few months ago about how that was for me and how it was for him and why those things came together to to be uh, my experience in the world. Sorry, it's getting a little crazy now. Um, Keep that in mind as I walk.
one of the things that has always been part of my life is this idea that I don't deserve something. I'm not um, I'm not a person who gets what they want. I'm, uh, you know, all those things. I don't need to go into big detail, but you may have the same comments in your head. And it's how you deal with those comments, how we listen to them, and do we do something with them, or do we allow them to be and let them pass. So allowing those thoughts um, is different than listening and taking them seriously, taking them personal. Um, Thoughts are not personal. They are my personal thoughts, but I try not to take them personally because often they are the product of someone else's voice. And that other voice, that is not my voice. That is someone else's voice. And, and I mentioned my parents because the voice that I didn't deserve things is directly related to their, their um, words towards me. So their words towards me left me with a, a comment section in my head that's pretty derogatory about what I think I deserve and what I think I need um, and what I think I want. And do I deserve any of those things? And those are negative thoughts. And those are my monkeys in the tree chattering away. And they're negative. However, I've learned with practice to not take them seriously and to listen to them, but to let them pass because all thoughts pass. Eventually, a thought will peter out and it will become another thought. Now, that thought might be worse, but um, generally speaking, the thoughts that we have will pass. Thoughts pass. And if you pay attention to your thoughts, you'll notice that even ones that you feel are very repetitive will eventually be replaced by some other thought, uh, another idea or notion that will then consume your mind for a while. If that was not the case, um, and I'm sure there are people that maybe have a psychosis or some disorder where the, they have repetitive thoughts, and it, I, am, I imagine that would be uh, hell on earth to be stuck in a loop of the same thought over and over and over and over and over without any um, break. So our mind is generally having this, these thoughts, and then, generally speaking, we move through those thoughts. But while we're having a thought, are we taking it seriously? So when you or I read the comment section on, say, YouTube or on a news page at the bottom, do we take that seriously or do we shrug it off and just know that it'll pass? Eventually, you're going to turn the page or your mind is going to turn the page for you and you'll find yourself doing something else. So while all of that's occurring, uh, reminding yourself that it's just going to pass is often pretty helpful. And also reminding yourself that to not take them personally, that most of the thoughts that we have are... um, thoughts we picked up from somewhere else. So that's what I would leave you with today is is the idea that you can listen to your thoughts. 
they're not going to kill you. Thoughts have never killed anyone. Actions after a thought have. But a thought, all on its own, doesn't kill anyone. They are, like I said, invisible, and we are not able to touch them. But if we put action to those thoughts, then they become a reality of some sort. I would say take some time in your day today or in the future and and notice your thoughts. Notice how they are um, playing out in your life. Notice the way that they come and go. Notice that they come on their own and they go on their own. Notice that you are not necessarily in charge of them. Notice that they might be negative or positive. Maybe notice the proportion. How many are negative? How many are positive? How many are neutral? Um, How many thoughts come into your mind that you don't invite? I guess that's what I'm talking about. These are thoughts that come into our mind that we did not invite. We didn't say, well, let's think about this for a while. Instead, it's your mind is like, well, we're just going to start thinking now because there's room for another thought. So we're going to have another thought. And we're going to see how this one goes. Um, So take that with you today and think about how your thoughts are like the comment section on a web page. Maybe that will help you notice your thoughts, give you some clarity about where they're coming from and where they're going because they come and they go um, just like things in our life just like everything the moments come and go people come and go voices come and go thoughts come and go nothing stays as it is nothing um, is stable which is maybe another topic how things don't stay stable how they are always morphing even the things we think are solid like a a brick of gold even at that level it's degrading at some level so anyway topic for another time enjoy your day and we'll catch you next time hey thanks for listening today just want to remind you that as you leave to hit the subscribe or follow or whatever button your software has so you can hang out with me and listen when you feel like it and be alerted when when I stick something out there you might want to listen to. If you have a question that you'd like me to address maybe on the podcast or maybe just privately, send an email to bbotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for coming in and listening. I hope you have a great day, and I hope you treat yourself and others kindly.